And we're live with another episode of the Big Old Bell Podcast. The host, Two Chains. I'm here with my man, Hill Will Mahoney. It's just us two tonight, but what's going on, Will? What's going on, my pilot? You got your co-pilot here, and we are just, I don't know. It's its another week. We got a smaller group. It's not so much of a round table. It's going to be more of a yeah. back and forth here tonight <laughs> on the Big Gold Bell. That's right. That's right. Um, Jamal is getting ready to go across uh Go out the country for a little bit, so um, he'll be on a little hiatus. So safe travels to my guy. Um, but yeah, this week um, in wrestling, um, first off, uh, for anybody who hasn't been following or has been counting, um, strangely enough, this is our 200th episode, and I need to specify that a little bit because when I say 200, I mean this excludes interviews and stuff. This is just basic 200. Um, as far as you know, round tables and debates and stuff like that. So just strictly the ones with the topics and stuff like that. So that doesn't include our flaming hot topic series, our interviews and stuff like that. So um, I think we're I think if you add all that together, I should put us around like 250 or something, maybe. But um, yeah, 200 just straight episodes and um nothing special just just a quick milestone but uh <laughs> yeah and, and this week didn't do us any favors on, on that note either as far as far as trying to make this explosive or something but um either way we'll make best with wrestling news but um first off let's let's recap about uh episode 199 and uh we spent the entire episode talking about um well we're, we're about um, three fourths of the episode talk about the crown jewel pay per view, and um, you know we talked about should it happen or if it's going to happen, and all on vacations roundtable discussion. But nonetheless, uh, <laughs> at, at, a, at a point, it feel like it wasn't going to happen because people, and also I checked myself that it looks like that they stripped all mentions of Saudi Arabia with that promotion on their <laughs> website and stuff. So maybe it wasn't happening, but um. It's a clear indication that they are all steams ahead for it. So, uh, what, what's your what's your take after a whole week of more news and stuff being released on it? I know it's wild. We're sitting here a week later from when we recorded episode one ninety nine, breaking down the whole situation with Saudi Arabia and Jamal Kasagi, and here we are, and it is um a lot. A lot has changed. I thought it was going to be you know kind of kind of really settled over the weekend at least as far as wwe's involvement went yeah and um here we are the story is still on the news tonight it's still like kind of developing as far as like what actually happened and when it happened and who knew about what and who exactly did what mm -hmm. um which is kind of where we were last week but the story hasn't gone away it's only gained more steam 
And um, the interesting part of it is what pretty much all last weekend we were waiting to see what is WWE going to do? Are they going to are they going to move the show? Are they going to cancel the show? What's their statement going to be other yeah. than we're monitoring the situation? Yeah. And so Monday night came Monday night raw and going into it. I was kind of expecting we're going to hear one way or another. What's up? Yeah. And lo and behold, all they did was they kept promoting the crown jewel event they kept promoting all the matches, and it was full steam ahead on the promotion with the exception of one important detail. At no point did they ever mention where the show was happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no mention of Saudi Arabia, but also, interestingly enough, no mention of it taking place anywhere else. They just... You know, it's happening in parts unknown, folks. It's happening in the <laughs> WWE. It's happening in the WWE universe. It could be happening anywhere. Right now, we don't know exactly where Crown Jewel is happening, but apparently, it is happening. What if it just never did really happen in Saudi Arabia, but they acted like it did? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine that? And could you imagine? I mean. Of course, Mr. Source himself would, would would somehow put out something saying that this rumor saying that it would not happen there and, it, and it's going to be in an undisclosed un location. And on top, of, on top of that, too, now that I think about it, if they really didn't want it in Saudi Arabia, they could move the venue someplace else and all of the um, all of this uh, Saudi Arabian uh, natives could easily go to wherever they wherever is at. They I mean. You're talking about the money they spend for the event. I'm sure like a quick flight for them to go somewhere would be nothing for them. But yeah, um, it's a, it's probably well, it's a, probably all a matter of, you know, venues and, you know, logistics as far as that goes. <laughs> I mean, the most likely thing I was hearing kicked around was that um the week after because that shows on a Friday, the week after that, they're taping Raw and SmackDown in um Manchester, England. OK, so they're going to be that's where they're taping TV next. Mm. So apparently the the rumor i was hearing as a possible idea is that you know that sunday night before that building's available and they could <laughs> they could they could do it in manchester wow you know, as as a as a way of possibly getting still getting the show done that weekend but you know it, it would just be two days later than it was going to be um yeah. so that's the other thing you got to take into account with all the names they were bringing back for this brock lesnar Shawn michaels kane they're bringing in a, they had a lot of people planned for this show that have a lot of outside commitments that aren't, you know, full-time WWE stars. So it's kind of like if you're going to do it, you know, if you're going to have all those folks involved, I mean, you kind of got to do it that weekend probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um and, you know, the 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 check's been cut and the the um and that was something that you were very vocal about on social media as well too. It's like I, I feel like some people feel like this deal is gonna happen the night of the pay-per-view. Like the deal is already done, the check's already been paid, and that's why everything's moving towards the venue. But logistically, if, if this becomes a matter of uh, national security, um, you know, you gotta live with what it is. Yeah. Um and and, and and there might be a some type of back end discounts or, or 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 maybe you know they cut they 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 cut um some type of uh compensation for the next event because again they got this for ten years so you yeah. know either way they're gonna make good with this but um yeah that that's kind of the question though is like if they don't do the show in Saudi Arabia does that blow up the remainder of the deal 
You know, does that like piss off Saudi Arabia enough that they're like, well, that's it. We're, we're, we're done. You know, the, <laughs> the other nine years of this deal, you're out of that money, which is yeah. obviously that's what Vince has his eyes on is like, you know, this one show, supposedly the, the estimate I saw going around today from some financial person was um two to three million for this one show which which i mean a a decent chunk of change but Mm -hmm. when you're talking about a company with billion dollar tv deals coming you know that's not a huge amount in the big picture but the big thing is they're talking about the next nine years Mm -hmm. and that's where the money was only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger so it's like if you don't do this one show do you lose the rest of it and is the whole deal just gone and that's what i think vince is really focused in on, um, yeah. which I which I can understand. I, I mean, I was, he, he's you know this this work gets weird because like most you know normal folks that aren't aren't uh, Vince McMahon wrestling promoter extraordinaire are just looking at it as like you know okay this is like you know this reporter was allegedly <laughs> likely it seems we're still gonna say allegedly because we don't you know one hundred percent know but you know very most likely. 99% chance sure this man was grisly yeah I, in a consulate in Istanbul and it's a very nasty situation it's gotten a ton of publicity and including on um HBO this week on uh what, what's his face in Chicago uh, I was just what's about to I can't think of his name but I was just about to bring John Oliver about John yeah, Oliver yeah, yeah last yeah. week John Oliver on Sunday night did stuff on it I mean Washington Post Sports Illustrated I mean there's been media coverage all over yeah, uh, this is by involvement with this show. This is by no means an insulated, uh, uh, isolated event that so happens to fall on or in 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 territory with WWE booking. This is a, a national thing, and it's being picked up by everybody. And that's and that's why it's, you know it was important to see how WWE was going to respond. And I heard stuff like you know they saying Vince McMahon said if Donald Trump wants him to cancel that he would, but right. I mean, come yeah. on. We we know they're kind of cut from the same cloth as far as business businessmen, and you know, right. if there's a matter of them being able to make money in a safe way that doesn't violate, you know, something overly detrimental. I mean, the deal was done beforehand, so they got to look at that. Right. As long as this could be contained and right, you know, the right people can get involved as far as with safety and security, which security probably got beefed up for all it is, or you know, the royal family they wanted this to happen, no matter if they really was involved with this or not. <laughs> Um, if they want this to go on, I'm sure they would ensure nothing would happen to any of WWE's personnel or anything moving you, forward. You, so that that next kind of begs the question: is like how much communication has there been between WWE and the royal family? There, who knows if they're hearing much of anything or if it's kind of radio silent while they have all this drama going on. I mean, the show's still not till uh, November third, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Jack here, yes, the th- uh, November second. My bad. Oh, second, yeah. But, November 2nd, Friday, November 2nd. So we're still, it'll be two weeks from tomorrow as we record this is when the show is going down. So there's still, like I said, I kind of thought this had all been settled in this last week and it still hasn't been. Um, Yeah, I mean, the way I was hearing it was kind of how, what you just mentioned was that like the rumor, you know, it hasn't been outright said publicly anywhere, but that the rumor was that unless the State Department or the government specifically says to them, you can't go, that they're still operating under the idea that they're going and this thing's going to happen. Yeah. Vince's idea, I guess, and I can kind of get this, is he's like, I haven't done anything wrong. 
You know, this has nothing to do with mm-hmm. me or my company or, you know, why am I being penalized for, you know, something that has absolutely nothing to do with me? Correct. You know? Correct. So in that respect, you know, I, I can see in his head and I guess in a number of people's heads, you can, you can make that argument that, you know, WWE has done nothing wrong, you yep. know, yep. but if you want to, you know, t- then you take it further and say, okay, well, you're being paid by the royal family who are directly involved with this. So, I mean, there was already, you know, talk before this about, you know, the the double standard of, you know, you're pushing the women's evolution on one hand, and then you got this backwards country where, you know, the rights of women there are, you know, quite different than they are here. So, you know, money's involved and you want to have it both ways. (laughs) You know, he's looking to have his cake and eat it too. So there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a lot of, you can you can look at this from a lot of different perspectives and make it look really nasty in a lot of different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a matter of what they where they go from here. Um, I would imagine. I think all really comes down to it this at this point. I think they got to have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. I would think they have to if they're still promoting the show at this point. They got to have a backup plan. Or they have whether, a backup plan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, whether yeah. it's they're going to do it in Manchester, or they're going to do it somewhere else. You know, I don't know. But they, you would think at this point they have to have Plan B at the mm-hmm. ready, being they're still promoting the show. Mm-hmm. So Crown Jewel is going to happen. Where it's going to happen? <laughs> that's the million dollar question. And I just stand by at this point. We're going to hear Crown Jewels happening live from the WWE universe in parts unknown. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or does it even happen live? Oh, maybe tape it somewhere. Yeah. What, you know, I mean, the UK uh, show, which went live. So it happened at, wait, wait, it wasn't live, was it? No. Uh-uh. Okay. No, so all the UK my, stuff's already been taped. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. My point was, I'm saying is, are they going to cater it? Toward Saudi Arabia's eight o'clock mark, right? We're just going to just cater to our eight o'clock mark. I mean, it was going to be a live pay per view, just like last time, like Greatest Royal Rumble was. It was going to be on, you know, in the middle of the day, right? So I wonder if they, I wonder if that's probably off the table or something now. Uh, you know, it, again, it's just, it's one of those things where, like you said, they got to have a plan. They got to have multiple backup plans um, and they need a lot of approval security if they're going to go for it with it. As far as if this is a good thing or not. I mean, I'm, I'm still up in the air with it. I get it from a business standpoint. They're getting one hell of a check with this. But considering who you're working with here and for 10 <laughs> years, I mean, imagine if more is to come out. Down yeah, geez, exactly. This is year one. This is year yeah. one of this deal, and you're already having these headaches. <laughs> Who knows what happens years one through nine? Yeah, two through nine. But yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's funny in WWE poli- uh, policy as far as uh, personnel. Um, if you have any type of strikes <laughs> that come across <laughs> your plate, you're automatically released. It's funny that this contract isn't automatically voided due to something like this, and people are being released from allegations of domestic violence and stuff right. like that and it's they're quickly you know uh 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 what's the word i'm looking for uh replaceable so, so, shall i say but it's <laughs> they're, wished, like, they're wished well in their future endeavors very exactly. quickly <laughs> the money must be so good hey they you know i guess that's why the deal is what the deal is but anyway yeah like i said um a lot of people reached out about their thoughts on this and i again i i, I still stand um, same as my reflection for last week and all of the information that came out about us, especially about the guy being taken right from the airport from what I'm hearing. Like yeah. that is that's that's next level, like bad, bad oh, yeah, no. the, the, 
Yeah, the whole situation with what happened to the reporter is just sketchy as can be. And yeah, I mean, they're trying to supposedly the Saudi government's trying to spin it as like an interrogation gone wrong. And it's like, how do you, in what way were you interrogating this guy that he lost his head? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not something to joke about, but God, I mean, it's there's nothing. It's not like the story's gotten any prettier. In the yeah. last week, it's just as grisly and just as gruesome as we were hearing then. So, I mean, we already, you know, the first time around, people were like, all right, they're getting, you know, they're getting their oil money, you know, to do these shows. Now it's like, you know, and people want to call that blood money. Now yeah. we're talking human blood money. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy stuff. And maybe we'll have our answer by this time next week. I don't yeah. know. I mean, the clock's ticking on them. They got to make a call one way or another. It's just a matter of what it's going to be. That's right. So I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> in the DC area, we did get smacked down one thousand. Um, I I don't know. Did you go? I was not there. I was yeah. watching from home. Yeah, I wasn't there either. Um, and I wasn't really excited about it. I know a lot of people was because it was the one thousand episode, but I did watch it the next day. I was I went to a movie screening for the new Halloween movie, which was really good. Awesome. Um, but um based on our thoughts about we'll just talk about this really quick uh was the hype there um, the hype definitely it wasn't hyped as much as raw 25 or uh raw 1000 even but mm -hmm. i would say i definitely liked the show better than raw 25 raw 25 um, was was very very cringeworthy <laughs> yeah very <laughs> underwhelming very yeah. underwhelming this yeah. i i really liked it for the most part um the number one reason i didn't go because i knew darn well that uh, those reunion shows are always very very heavy on just being like promo shows and like vignettes mm. and like not a lot of action so like that was the number one reason i didn't go because i was like yeah, they're gonna do a lot of stuff with just people talking in the ring you yeah, know, a yeah. lot of that. And I was like, I don't need to spend my money on that. I can watch that just as good at home and probably be able to hear it better than exactly. I will in the building. Exactly. So uh, that's why I wasn't sweating it. So, I mean, and that's what you got me. Heck, I was surprised even even the old man made an appearance yeah. in the opening <laughs> segment. I, I was thinking he didn't go show his face, but out he came with all uh, this drama going on. Yeah. In the, in the, in the capital of the you, United you, States. You are. You're so right. I, You know, it was weird when I saw him come on. I was like, wait, why is it this ultimately weird seeing him? But you would think in the eye of everything that's going on, he would, he would hang really low. But, I mean, he came out as a face. Um, he came out as Vince, shall I say? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it, it was it was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah no, they, kept, no. they they kept it light. They kept it short. He came yeah. out there and had a dance break with uh our truth and uh Carmella, and that was about the extent yeah. of it. You know, they kept it, it for our truth too. I mean, he's he's always been he's 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 obviously a a future Hall of Famer. He's he's you know the accolades are there, but he he stays man he stays relevant. Um, good yeah. for the kids, but. Also now too, like I, I like his segments, man. So so good for him, you know. Oh, absolutely, no. He's a he's an absolute team player that always seems up for anything that's thrown at him, and that's like and that's the kind of guys that last in WWE. Is like if you're versatile and you can just like you know any situation they throw you in, you can make it work. That's what they love. That's what yeah. they love, and that's what will let you stay around there for mm -hmm. a really long time, especially if you don't make any waves about it, and you're just like, hey, man, just happy to be here. I'm up to do anything you want. Yeah, you, uh, also, you can ride that train for a long time there. And good for Carmella, too, because... Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. You, you definitely can sink very quickly after losing the championship, but yeah, you're, you're right. There was five matches, um, none of them that I really... None that I cared about. One, uh, one being 
it had to be like 30 seconds or whatever. Um, <laughs> the Usos match and Darren Bryan and AJ Styles. I mean, that on paper, I think it was okay, but it was all right. Uh, yeah, it was a fine but, TV match. It wasn't yeah. anything blow away, but it was it was good. I, I wouldn't have had AJ. I mean, uh, Bryan eat the pin True going that. into going into his title match coming True up. That. You know, then that part didn't really make sense, but the match itself was fine. Yeah. Um, Red Mysterio return, Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, there there seems to be a lack of chemistry. (laughs) Well, that was, I thought that was the match. That was my favorite match of the show. That was the match of the night. Um, And probably a lot of that was just seeing, seeing Ray Ray again. He was Mm. moving around good. uh, And that was a first time ever matchup that like, that was one of those when they announced it, that Mm. I was like, oh, damn. I've never mm-hmm. even thought of like the idea of Nakamura and Rey Mysterio. Yeah, fair point. Regan. So that that was cool to see for the first time. I thought I thought it was fun. I thought yeah. it was fun for what it was. I and I wouldn't mind seeing those two again. And, and it's always good to see you know Ray considering all you know the the knee injuries he's had, all the surgeries true, he's had, true. all the miles he has on him. It's always good to see him like moving around pretty good, and he's, he's dropped a little weight, so he's real mobile right now, and that that's good to see. I always yeah. like seeing Ray in there, like yeah. tearing it up, considering all he's been through. That's true. Uh, the crowd also just was just not into this match, but for all the for for all the reasons you said, I mean, they were so tied, they were so tied up in the spectacle of who's going to return and all <laughs> of the promos and stuff like that that they forgot that oh, people actually are going to wrestle. So um, I don't think the match was bad. I thought I, you know you can tell that they, that they have never worked each other because there was some um, it, the chemistry didn't totally see in there, but that's fine. So SmackDown. So um, that's where it worked. I wouldn't be surprised if we seen them two revisit each other again, you know. And I, I would definitely be surprised if you know you don't get Rey Mysterio near uh, that championship at some point very soon as well. Um, I don't think he would have came back, be one of the cover athletes of the game, and not be near some type of championship goal, you know. And Nakamura needs something right now. So him having a belt, I don't think helps him. I think him chasing a belt always is a is a better look. So. We'll see. Also, too, they might as well just change that dude back to face. I mean, that whole AJ <laughs> him thing just <laughs> like the, the 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 boat has sunk completely. <laughs> well, if you're gonna do him and Ray, then it's got to be you know he's got to be a heel for that because I, I I can't imagine how they could. Uh, I mean afterwards. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I would mean afterwards. Ray is a face is the way to go all day yeah. every day. But I mean afterwards, um, you know, you take you, you have him drop the belt, but whatever. Fancy book. <laughs> yeah, SmackDown one thousand, man. It happened, I guess. So seems like people had like fun it. it was, but um, I, I think it helps. You know, it helps a ton. It's only a two-hour show, so it moved along really good. Yeah. Um, what was the other highlights of it? There was something. Wasn't there something? Oh, the, the, the show. Oh, oh be- the 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 the, the be- Becky and a uh, Edge. Um, oh. <laughs> their, their little segment that that was yeah. that was that was that was fun with Becky tearing it up as always on the mic now and just. Yeah. No matter what she does, the crowd's behind her. Yeah, you know, it's so funny how people always used to talk about her not being able to talk and it wasn't good on mic. But I mean, if, if that's a if this is a testament to growth, then w- w- what do you call it? Because she's she's absolutely killing this run right now. Totally, totally so. is that. I mean, that's probably the match that everyone's looking forward to the most at Evolution yeah. coming up in a sun. So I'm a week from Sunday coming yeah. up gonna be here yeah. before we know it and uh, her and uh charlotte in a last woman standing match that that's true that's we'll true. see uh that that's probably gonna be the biggest wrestling match of the show now of course we had other drama this week with the um what's probably the biggest grudge match <laughs> of the show 
we want to talk about that any the night before on Raw. Yeah. So, yeah, this whole Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella thing. Now, you know what's so funny to me about people? I do. I, I, I feel like that, you know, the thing about the UFC, for anyone who doesn't, you know, watch the sport religiously, people know UFC doesn't have a weekly episodic television that builds storylines. That's why they do the press tours. They do the weigh-ins. They do, you know, these um, type of, um, uh, 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 I forget what you call it, but they like do. Like they're 24-7 things occasionally. They'll yeah. do like the really big fights. But Right, right. So, that, you, you know, you, you do those because that's the way to get fans invested on why you want to watch this fight. Because you may not know who Khabib is at the time, but you know, oh, he has a good record. Oh, but I know Conor McGregor because of his mouth. His his mouth has been all over his accolades. Blah 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 blah. But how do you get invested in it? They, you know, they 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 sprinkle these type of media things all over. So Ron is a product of that. And and if there's one thing that UFC fighters are good at, is knowing how to run a mouth and. <laughs> Putting a mic on Ronda for people to be surprised that she couldn't cut a promo is absolutely blasphemy to me. Like she had, and I, that's why I really like her in the WWE because you see her growth. She's a star. She's a superstar, the biggest star in WWE, maybe right next to John Cena, and you know a, a tear under the rock. But she is absolutely one of the biggest stars that's ever been in WWE. And that's not because of her looks and it's not because of her winning. That's just because of everything that she's done as far as being a woman athlete and, 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 and stuff outside of that, being able to cross platform and different medias and stuff like that. So her being in the movies and again, her carrying UFC for a few years as their main star, you don't think this girl can talk on USA America on ESPN. You don't, you don't think she can talk. So, like, again, it just took a matter of time for they got her in the right situation, not enough mic time for her to get comfortable that one of these were going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was definitely the, the perfect example of, you know, a lot of people set, talk about how, like, in WWE, it's script work. So much of the promos is script work now where you have lines written for you that you're expected to deliver, and they're not always necessarily – in the voice, you know, that you would use or using words that you would use, or it's just not relatable to you when you, when you get it. And I think they try to do, you know, with what time they have, they try to go back and forth with the writers and the talent working and try to, you know, smooth that kind of stuff out. But, you know, they are on such a breakneck pace that it's really hard to, to do that. I think a lot of the time to get people totally comfortable with what they're working with. Exactly. What we, what we saw Monday night was Rhonda, was very comfortable and she had material she could sink her teeth into. So it's like, she truly believed a lot of what she was saying. Now I'm not saying that she truly believes, you know, what she was saying about Nikki Bella and Brie Bella to that extent. But what I think it probably resonated with her, the kind of stuff she was saying about, you know, you two women made your fame by leeching on to, you know, your mm -hmm. men, mm -hmm. you know, I think the case is that there are definitely other women out there that Rhonda believes that about. Mm -hmm. And so she could, she could pull from that feeling from prior experiences in her life. And 
like I said, not necessarily that she believes that about the Bellas, but she could definitely be like, oh, wait a second. You know, this is, yeah. I've been in this situation before. I've seen this. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, I mean, I don't have no promo skills or mic skills of anything of that sort, but I can only imagine being in a, or, or obviously I have like an educational background, but you know, when you do, um, when you do speeches and um, and presentations and stuff like that, you know, for me, you have to get yourself in the zone so you could be comfortable so that you know that your delivery is coming from the right place. And I a zillion percent agree with what you're saying. I don't think that she's looking down a ramp and seeing two people she wants to target. I think she knows what she needs to do. And then she taps into a feeling, the past or a thought. And then the delivery just becomes just straight, smooth, and it's 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 executed in the way she had. And I totally agree. And I mean, like for all the reasons, like I just said, um, you know, she's carried a male-dominated sport in UFC, being their biggest star when all their other stars had left. When there was no Chuck Liddell, when Anderson Silver was was uh, on his last limb, and uh, GSP. <laughs> Had decided he wanted to pursue better things. There was Ronda Rousey. People turned yeah. on TV or the UFC, the pay-per-view for Ronda Rousey. So, you know, for her to feel that she made her fame because of what she did, damn right, she got a right to be proud about that. So, <laughs> and, and you know what's you know what the other part about this that was interesting? It's like Nikki and Bree. Well, Bree didn't even get on mic, but it's like Nikki had no place to tap into. Her response was so lackluster that you wondered who was really the veteran in in that situation. Yeah, this was definitely the week of letting Rhonda stand tall and her getting to put the Bellas on blast. Now, I'm sure the idea probably is that this coming Monday for, you know, the final Raw before uh, the Evolution pay-per-view that the, the Bellas will get their receipt, I would think, this week. Um, and of course, they've also been playing this feud out, you know, across social media. There's already been some receipts thrown back on Instagram from the Bellas. Um, and that, that that also that ties into also, I think, some of the response I saw to it that night. You know, a lot of people just, oh, my God, they loved it. They were all about it because, you know, Rhonda said a lot of what, you know, whether you believe it to be true or not or whether it's valid or not. There are a lot of people out there who, you know, are never going to give the Bellas credit for anything they've accomplished. They're going to look at them and say, you two are where you are because of the men you're with. Yeah. And whether that's fair or not, there, there is definitely a segment out of the the audience out there that thinks that. Yeah. And I know I was for a second, I was getting ready to defend it, but it's, it doesn't matter because people's going to think what they want in the, in the first place. But, um, you know, they, they have, they have done their work in the WWE and absolutely respected no matter what. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And they're still around is the other thing. And also, too, talking about coming back from injury, coming back from pregnancy um, and other life, uh, life changing things that was around with them. Um, they're here. And and that's what it is. And, um, you know, no matter if you like what Rhonda said or you agree with Rhonda said, whatever it is, I mean, it's creating hype around a championship match that when I first heard and rumored that was going to be booked, that I gave zero fucks about. Yeah, <laughs> so. and, and that's and that was most people's reaction. I did not see too many people that were excited about that match. And the first thing that occurred to me, I was like, well, I get why they're doing it. I was talking about it last weekend before, you know, Monday happened and it kind of turned everything around. I was like, why are they doing this match? This isn't what, you know, evolution should be about. It's, you know, Ronda hasn't been there long enough. She doesn't know how to wrestle. And Nikki's, you know, a diva. It's not what they're trying to promote. And I was like, this match is one thing. 
It's WWE taking the two most famous women they have on their roster mm -hmm. and putting them against each other. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. You know, whether, whether you Rhonda, obviously from her UFC fame and movies and all the, and the Olympics or whatever, but mostly from being in UFC, all of her fame, she brought to the table before coming to WWE. And then you got Nikki from reality TV, dancing with the stars, e, all that. It's e. It's, it's, <laughs> yep. E. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the two most famous people they have. Mm -hmm. on their roster against each other and mm -hmm. that's pretty much how they're playing this feud with like the lines they used that night going against you know a lot of people were like you know hey they're saying you know well what Rhonda said you know it was cheap it was low-hanging fruit and all this and like yes absolutely it was absolutely mm -hmm. it was but this is a feud that's being marketed through gossip magazines <laughs> you know? yeah. this is a tmc us weekly people magazine feud and it's already gotten coverage in there that the bellas know their audience mm -hmm. you know they're reality tv stars mm -hmm. this is not you know anything that's you know very cerebral or you know malicious that, thing. Yeah. yeah this is a very basic feud yeah you know? uh, also also too i mean and this is pretty much is why i always tell people that boxing ufc and wrestling all look around at each other for ideas to create and and and, and um create and, and and make money. This booking is strictly out of the page of UFC. Absolutely. Where one person says that somebody is undeserving of that championship, and the other person goes out and gives them cheap shots on over mics and stuff like that. And you know, UFC obviously goes way way worse. You know, with with the stuff they say. Yeah. But I mean. This is right up the alley. I mean, you yeah. you you sit them down at one desk and, and you put a green screen behind them. You can easily put UFC behind and you would never even knew the difference. Totally. And it, and it totally also just pulls in, you know, they're, they're drawing from like, you know, the cheesy reality show feuds you'll you'll see on TMZ and all that. Where yeah. you know, as you, soon as she said, soon as Rhonda said that line, I could I could see the darn headline. You'd be scrolling by on your phone on like if you had that TMZ app on air or just be like, you know, Rhonda Rousey says the only door Nikki Bella's knocked down is John. John Cena's bedroom, you know, <laughs> and, that, and just like it, 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 it just it was the the I whoever's and I assume being they went so personal, this had to be all the Bella's idea. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they because you you can't approach like, hey, here's what I want to say. I want to go after your man that dumped you and throw that out there. That's you know they had to have brought that to the table. The Bella's yeah. had to have brought that to the table and like here you go, push these buttons and we're both gonna make money. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or or the E the E representative went to both both person's private locker room and say, "Look, we have this idea. We just right. want to see if it's okay." <laughs> and I'm sure Nikki is probably like, nah, "I don't." Know. And then their mom was probably over there like, "Well, but you know," and he's like, yeah. <laughs> "It's all it's all out there anyway." Yeah, it's all out there anyways. And I said that all they were all Rhonda said was stuff that. Any other group you've hung out with, they said it, they thought it or said to themselves at one time or another. Yeah. You know, it, it, let's, let's think about this. I mean, you're only a TV star, and she's obviously a multi multimedia uh global superstar. If you want to be on her level, you need to soak this up every bit. <laughs> it's the rookie when they play the veteran quarterback. If you want to make a name for yourself, sir, Ooh. you need to go lay it all out on the field. <laughs> <laughs> Fight for those extra yards. Do not play conservative. And that's literally what Nikki has to do. She may be one of the biggest WWE stars, but in the world, 
<laughs> as far as top uh, superstars, period, not yeah. in your top 100. Yeah, she, she's definitely, like we were saying, her and Ronda are definitely the most famous women in WWE right now. Out, outside, I guess I would say outside of Stephanie. Yeah. As far as, like, you know, the, the, the roster of wrestlers, they're, they are one and two. So that's what they're going for with this match is take taking the two most famous people they got together, and one of them's got the UFC fame, one of them's got the reality TV fame, and they're just putting them against each other. And then we're going to – we'll see what happens with this. Is it going to be a one and done? Is this the beginning of something more? How's the pay-per-view going to do? Like we're saying, the next step's going to become Monday. What receipts are the Bellas going to take to, to send this show – home for evolution coming up at the end of the month yeah also too this Find is the, this is the john cena roman reigns thing where it's like wait how did that match all of a sudden come about we didn't think they would put a trick on something that big this soon and they had to sell it for two weeks or mic work so you are absolutely right that is happening as far as the rest of this pay-per-view like um this battle royal that is just a shame <laughs> that is yes. a shame that is Don't such a shame yeah, stick in the rest of the ladies in a WrestleMania style. Here's your here's your paycheck battle royal, and you get like a minute in the ring. It's like, come on. Yeah, and then it's just, it's just so cheap. And so then cheap. they're not really that happy. But hey, look, what is this? Uh, what November? Uh, I'm sorry, October. And did we do it? We do it again in three months in January. <laughs> okay, right. so yeah, so that's that. All right, so yeah, no more evolution stuff. We'll just have to see how more of that storyline because that's obviously the only big thing. Um, that oh, it's not the only big thing, but um, that's the only build. The, those are the only two builds towards that pay per view is uh, the Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Nikki Bella and Ronda Rousey. Oh, we do know who Rhea Ripley is going to face, and that's going to be um, uh, oh my god, why well, am I drawing a blank on her name? <laughs> <laughs> he said he knows she's got a face. Oh my <laughs> God, I'm I think are, you talking, are, you talking, are you talking about Shayna and uh, Kyrie? No, Shayna Kyrie's facing, but um, for the um the NXT UK Women's Championship that is going to be uh we know who that's going to be based on this week. Uh oh, oh Aladon, that's right. So Aladon versus Red Ripley, which should be cool. Okay, uh, for that very for that. neat. So, so yeah, the championship matches. I guess they got. They, they should be good class imagine, but I, I, I just suspected more for how they was trying to build evolution as far as people, people could return to face legends and all that other stuff. And there's not much of that. There is actually none of that besides one, the tag match and everything yeah, else it, is in the battle Royal. So we, yeah, know. yeah, that's, that's it. Unless they pull something Monday and kind of bring some more people out. I've heard rumors of Molly possibly showing yeah, up. Yeah, they, they announced she is too. So, yeah. So, they're, they're, as far as the legends go, they're definitely putting all their eggs in the basket of Trish and Lita in that mm-hmm. tag match against Alexa and uh, Mickey James. Yep. So, which will be fine, but I don't, I don't have, I'm not, I don't have like gigantic high hopes for that match. Yeah. Um, and I guess it seems like they definitely set up like a six man, or I should wait, a six woman, my, my mistake, a six woman trios match, which I, it looks like it'll be the Riot Squad against. Uh, Sasha Bailey and uh Nat Natalia, yeah. Like, also, a easy, a easy another pass, right? <laughs> so. It'll be it'll be fine for what it is, but yeah. th- I think that's going to be the story of, of, of the evolution pay per view is out. They got they got people's teeth sunk in and really excited about the Nikki and Ronda match now. As far as how a, how a match it's going to be, I don't know, we'll have to see, but people are definitely invested in it now. And as far as yeah. the rest of the card, I think it's like. 
we may, we might be pleasantly surprised. But I think going in, a lot of people are just gonna be like, okay, well, it's it's cool what they're doing a women's pay per view, but I think people are a little underwhelmed with the promotion. Of I also it, think sure. the people that's announced for it is underwhelmed. Uh huh. I mean, considering the fact that somebody could be facing Ivory because they've seen her going to the Hall of Fame and. Right. Jacqueline and Jacqueline and Ivy, like these people that just went to the Hall of Fame, yet may have a chance to face them, but they're just back into the, the Royal Rumble. You know, the same thing that happened in January for you. That's going to happen in January coming up. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of people like a, a, a little bit more of one on one time. And, you know, and, and we could even have the Nia Jack Tamina match that was built from the last Royal Rumble, but that's clearly just going to be back in the Royal Rumble again. But I don't know. I, I guess I just suspected more, but like you said, I, we'll wait it out. We'll maybe a little bit under, uh, we'll be a little bit surprised on how things may play out. So we'll see. Anyway, next thing is uh, um, NXT officially announced their, their next class. And I mean, um, all the rumors and even the appearances all, you know, proved a lot of these people were already signed, but it is official as of today that Matt Riddle. Uh, punishment Mark Martinez and Chelsea Green and me and Yim was all signed officially to NXT. So NXT is still uh building a stack roster with people <laughs> and, <laughs> and stacked uh, to the brim, yeah. overflowing, overflowing with talent. Yeah. And, and and they're not wasting any time on Mia. Uh Mia's gonna debut next week on the TV show. Yeah. They taped yep. that at the tapings last night along with matt riddle's debut which apparently will be a few weeks out yeah but um mia's showing up next week so they're they're not wasting any time on her yeah um yeah it's also, they are just picking up i mean if, if you're a free agent out there it's like that you it seems like you can get an nxt deal but i'm not sure what they're gonna do with you once they have you there though that's the yeah. problem <laughs> yeah it's like where's the, where's the room hopefully, hopefully this fox deals helps out a lot of this you know, maybe more time, TV time. We'll, yeah, we'll it's, see what it, it's definitely been rumored. One, one, one of the one of the ideas I've heard floated that I've really liked is the idea that they would add a second hour of NXT, but do like do a do a separate another NXT show, but maybe have it on FS1, so mm -hmm. it's not just on the network, but have it be like a separate hour. So mm -hmm. that between that and the hour on the network, they would have like you know two hours of TV a week that they could divide up amongst people and just have it two separate one hour shows instead of like, you know, one, two hour show. Yeah. Which I mean, Lord knows they got the talent to do it. They yep. definitely could do it. It'd be kind of cool to see something from NXT. That's not just exclusive to the network for people that don't have the network. Yeah. Um, not that, you know, that's definitely happening or anything. Just an idea I've heard kicked around that there'll be come next fall when they're uh, affiliated with Fox and depending how the Fox sports deal goes, Lord knows FS1 can always use some uh, extra programming being it won't have UFC anymore. So lots of hours to fill there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, my other thing, oh, Robert E, based on his Twitter page, uh, Instagram page, was like he's been signed too. I know he's been floating around a performance center and rumored around it. Um, and there's even a video of him around um, cutting promos or maybe giving motivational speeches to his, uh, uh. To his brand. But it looks like he may be signed to some type of deal i'm not sure if it's an active performer or not but you know we'll see uh huh. but yeah so anyway i don't know that's all i have talked about <laughs> evolution <laughs> like i said it was a dry week not too much going on the rest yeah of the I mean, it, it was all kind of like you know we had the big raw we had the big smackdown 
Yeah. That's kind of like, yeah, we're kind of we're kind of in a holding pattern now still with like there's a, still so much focus on the Saudi Arabia story, but we still don't have a definite answer on it. Yeah, yeah. Stay yeah. tuned, folks. It's Stay tuned. One way or another, we got to know soon. Actually, that, yeah, I feel like that's the title of the show. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to see how evolution plays out, because even though the building it may only be circled around two matches, which is your your main events and your 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 um your most prestigious titles in the divisions. I, it makes sense, but you know, as far as the hype about Evolution being about returning legends and legends facing current roster and stuff like that, they really dropped that. But you know, stay tuned. We'll see what what comes out of that. Stay tuned. We'll see what comes out of the Crown Jewel, and um, stay tuned because a lot of those NXT new signees are getting right in the mix right away. <laughs> absolutely as race will be on the road to the uh, takeover in november before survivor series takeover war games is coming back so i'm not gonna give any spoilers out about who's involved in that but it's coming yeah so. i definitely saw that that looks to be interesting also someone always is in the crowd at takeover so who, <laughs> who, who else could be signed down that a lot of the rumored names have already officially been signed so who know we'll see stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> That's the that's the name that's the theme of the week. That's right. So anyway, you got anything else that we play? God, about? that's everything off the top of my head. I can't yeah. think of anything else jumping out at me immediately as far as uh these shows go. Yeah, because all WWE is all focused on that women's show and then not talking about where they're having a crown jewel at. That's the big thing, as mm. far as I can tell. Mm. All right. Well, that's what it is. Um, so Yep, we'll uh, we'll stay tuned ourselves, and anything else that comes out about it, we'll make sure we get onto it. We will, we'll, 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 we will get back on track regularly with the shows and stuff. Um, it's winter time, so we <laughs> got no choice but to be in nowadays, anyway. Much <laughs> around, but we'll make it happen. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all you have. That's, that's all I got. We we'll good right on. here, man. <laughs> Sign off. So, oh yeah, I know what I was gonna say. That whole Austin Aries and Impact Wrestling thing. I mean, oh jeez, God, what you, what did you guys expect <laughs> for another day? Actually, that's kind of already dead because there's no reason to bring that. That, that was Sunday. Bound yeah. for Glory was Sunday. That feels like another lifetime ago. Oh well, that's something we can say real quick though. Congratulations to Jordan Grace on uh, getting in contract with Impact. She's working on their tapings this week. Awesome! I didn't even well, know that. That's awesome. Good. That, for her. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's it's definitely confirmed. It seems, but she worked their TV tapings this week, so pretty soon we will be seeing Nova Pro's own Jordan Grace in Impact Wrestling. So coming another. Stay tuned. Not sure when it's going to air, but it's coming. Mm, 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 mm. Good for her. Incredible <laughs> how she's still floating around with all these other names and stuff being signed. She. It's definitely in your upper echelon of, uh, of of top talent out there, but good for her. And I'm sure she cho- chose wisely on where she wanted to go and what she wanted to do. So good. Nice long career for her, for sure. So, all right. But that's it for the Big O Bell Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week with more stuff. So stay tuned. I'll catch you later.